It's a strange place indeed, this planet we call home. Filled with interesting and simultaneously bizarre rituals and customs we partake in daily as we awaken amongst our fellow earthlings and do our best at that interesting task called survival. Public acceptance for being us is the main goal, methinks. Why else would we put everything about ourselves out there for the world to see? Long gone are the days we sat lazily on our childhood couches and stuffed our faces with sugar-laden cereal on a Saturday morning and watched as a roadrunner continuously attempted to outwit a coyote with whom he wished so hard to eat. We've come a long way, baby. Those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer to the hustle and bustle of the 21st century. We're not for a minute on a public street. Our presence isn't captured in zeros and ones, then saved for possibly something that is if we go against public perception of the new normal. Yes, smile. You are undoubtedly on someone's camera, a complete stranger perhaps, or your next door neighbor. But be certain someone is watching just for the sake that they can. And they will. Now all-knowing, informed, powerful. Yes, your own, personal, Jesus, or even a modern version of a Mr. or Mrs. Wilson are out there somewhere making certain you are walking, talking, correctly, precisely, in line with the billions of other human beings who have traded anonymity for convenience, a small price for instant access to the world we now know, or possibly, quite possibly, the most expensive price you've ever unknowingly paid for anything in your life, the cost of your freedom. So how are you doing? thought I'd lay that on you because if that's the stuff I'm thinking of at 3.30 in the morning, well, I'm going to let you think about that too. Everything cool with you? Everything's fine with me. It's a, uh, it's a kickback day. It's overcast out there. It's been raining the past couple days. And I just felt like uh, just chilling out today with you, just kicking back, getting all philosophical and thinking deeply about things. This week was the 109th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. And normally you say anniversary, that's kind of a good thing, but I don't even feel right using that word in that sentence, an anniversary. Let's just say this week marks 109 years of that tragedy. So go back to that day before it sank, the last time they all saw daylight. Seven warnings, seven warnings for icebergs that day. I don't know about you, but if I'm uh, on that ship and I find out about seven warnings for icebergs, I'm going to go find the captain and say, yo, please slow your roll. You don't know what's going to be out there in front of us. And sadly enough, uh, 10 hours later, you have 1,500 people standing on the deck of the HMS Titanic and 705 people packed in lifeboats. And the ones on the deck are looking at the ones in the lifeboat and knowing there are no more lifeboats. There is no more room. 1,500 people knowing what their fate is going to be. And the biggest tragedy or I shouldn't say one of the biggest tragedies, I should say, 
is the time that they had to contemplate their demise. How sad that truly is and must have been. To stand there for two and a half hours. So why am I bringing something like that up? I'm talking about that. We're talking about life today. We're talking about this, the now. Me chilling here in this little studio in the bunker. Everything's calm, cool, and collected. I got the AC going. I got the cats hanging out with me. I got some music playing, but you can't hear that. You know, the copyright thing. But I wanted to talk about that because I think history is very important. And I got that reminder this week from a buddy of mine, Ricky. He's been on the show before, and we got to get him back on. He's just busy as heck with work right now. And he's my fellow historian. We'll often send each other little blurbs. You know what today is? You know what's happening tomorrow? And Rick sent that to me earlier this week, but it was accompanied by the last known photo of the HMS Titanic leaving Ireland after it dropped off some passengers, Queenstown, Ireland. And there's a really cool photo on that. If you go to findingsubjects.com, you'll see it. And if you look at it, you also see people that are in a rowboat that they just came back from the Titanic. They just got off and they're rowing away. They're rowing to Ireland. And imagine the rest of their lives after learning about the demise of that ship and all the deaths, what they thought about. Maybe survivor's guilt, maybe a why me. And I'm wondering if they went off and lived a purposeful, meaningful life afterwards. Adversity will do that to you. It's kind of like a, somebody getting you by the neck collar and shaking you, waking you. So wake up. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I tell you what, I'm not waiting anymore. I've had a reawakening recently. Just a new priority in life. I've done things. Good things. Motivational things. Things that inspire me to do more things. What have I done? I put one step in front of the other. Moved towards some goals of mine. Moved away from the energy vampires and the negativity of life and moved towards goals that I have set for myself. It's important to do that. And sometimes you need a little wake-up call, a little shake. Not literally. (laughs) But you need to wake up sometimes and say, yo, what's your problem? What are you doing? How long are you going to let that happen in your life? And I had a major awakening. It's great. And we talk about it all the time, fitness and diet, eating right. But it's more than that. It's getting back to that passion that I always had. And you hear about it from me sometimes, but not how it used to be. That zest for life, that burning fire within to keep on keeping on 
living life to its fullest every single day. We get lost sometimes within ourselves. And I'm no different than anyone else. It happens to everyone. But a lot of time reflecting, you all know that I do that deeply. A lot of time thinking, what is it that I want? What do I want for my life? Uh, last podcast, I had said to you that I was going to head out to a guitar center and pick up some seriously expensive guitars and play them and just hang out there and act almost in my head like, hey, these are all my, every guitar in this place is mine. Whatever one I want to play, I can play. This is exactly what I did. But I went over to the acoustic section, and I was playing some beautiful guitars. A couple of my favorites were, were Taylor guitars. Uh, one was a 214CE, which is, it's, not, it's a 200 series guitar. I don't want to get too technical on you. It's still a $1,500 guitar. But man, did it play like butter. And I wanted to play something that played like butter, that was nice and smooth, and had a really rich tone. And then come home and compare it to what I have here, which is night and day. But simultaneously, I just wanted to sit there and feel motivated again. You know, like when we were kids and we bought the brand new Keds <laughs> or PF Flyers. I never had PF Flyers, by the way. We shopped at Grant's. Whatever the Grant's brand was, that's what I got. No PF Flyers or Keds for me. We're not even Converse. It was whatever was on sale at Grant's. But you know that excitement you get when you're wearing a brand new pair of sneakers when you're a kid and you swear to God you can jump higher and run faster than anybody out there. And that's how it was sitting there with these works of art was what they were. Handcrafted, beautiful guitars. And I felt inspired and I sat there. Creative juices were flowing. No one even came in the entire time I was there because it's a separate room. I guess it's humidity controlled and everything. And I had all this time by myself as if I had or I owned the 50 guitars or whatever that were hanging in there. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of guitars. And it motivated me. And something again happened within that fire. You remember this? Remember that part of you? Remember back in the day where you'd put on Metallica's Black Album and hop on your mountain bike and go? And you had 10 miles to go or whatever it was uphill downhill through traffic and you had one hour to get back and that little time limit of going 100 miles an hour in your head you know it's not literally no helmet I don't know why we didn't wear helmets I just took off and I rode hard and I got lost in the music and in a very weird way I wasn't even on that bicycle I was on stage or I was in my head playing a guitar playing along with those songs singing those songs legs were kicking just pumping the legs riding hard, and before you know it, I'm pulling back up to my house. And you're like, yeah, that's, that was a good workout. That's the kind of passion I'm talking about right now. And it doesn't have to be in working out. It could be in whatever it is you choose to do. So what about me? What is it that I choose to do? Nothing specific. You know me. I have the specific things that I do work on the eating right, taking a walk, getting out there, taking better photographs, maybe better content for this show, getting deeper into the meaning of the show, what's it truly all about. It can't be a Seinfeld thing where it's just a show about nothing. We've done many shows about nothing and tried to make the best out of it by just talking, 
But this show here, this show here is about a little bit more focus, sharpening the pencil, the tip of the spear, getting focused, and whatever it is that you're doing, doing it the best that you can. So this week, our buddy Bob, last week, actually Friday, he was operated on. All went well. Excuse me, it was Thursday. Friday, he went back to the hospital. Complications kicked in. Then there were some heart problems as well. Bob had a hard time for the past five days. And it got me thinking. Remember those days, Tone? Remember laying there in that hospital room, not understanding what was going on? Adversity is happening to all of us all the time. But I'm talking now about those times where you could theoretically say, if somebody said, what's going on? And you could reply, not a thing. I love the not a thing times. Not a thing or nothing means those are the times where adversity is not knocking on the door. And we can just kick back and chill and live our lives to do whatever we want without the worry and the anxiety and the heartbreak of when adversity does kick in. And there's no guaranteed time when this could be. It's just life happening. Kind of like when you embark on a journey from England, you stop in Ireland, and you just can't wait to get to New York. And everybody's partying. It's a beautiful day out there. It's still chilly. You're sailing through the North Atlantic on a brand new luxury ship. And what are the odds? You run into an iceberg. On an apparently unsinkable ship. That truly is life happening. But not the way we want it to. It's just all of that, this whole week, with Bob in the hospital and other things going on with family and friends, and that anniversary just made me focus once again on how blessed I truly am and how thankful I truly am for everything. Someone said to me the other day after I was talking to them, uh, after I left the guitar place, they're like, you know, the one that you want, what's that go for? Are you going to pick it up? I'm like, no, I'm not going to pick that up. They're like, well, you know, you want me to lend you the money? I'm like, I don't, I don't need the money. It's not about that. It's about priorities when you're a father. You don't just go out and buy whatever you want. You got responsibilities. And I said honestly to this person, honestly, I could put it on a charge card if I wanted to or withdraw the cash out of a savings if I needed to. But I don't want it. I'm good. Now, if someone was going to give it to me, like the Taylor Guitar Company or the Martin Guitar Company, absolutely. And I play it on the show all the time, but I'm not talking about that. The question was, do you really want that guitar? And my reply was, I got everything I want. And they're like, well, how about a motorcycle? you always been after that another BMW. You want the 1250 GS. No, I'm good. Really? Like, if, you, if there were one on sale, you wouldn't want that. No, I'm good. What if I bought you one? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> How about a Jeep? 
I'm good. You don't want a Jeep now. What changed that you don't want a Jeep? Nothing. You don't want a Jeep? You don't want to buy a Jeep? That next vehicle coming around is not going to be a Jeep? I can't say that when we need another vehicle. Don't know if it's going to be a Jeep. Don't know what it's going to be. I don't necessarily want one or need one right now. Not for any other reason than I'm answering the question that this person's asking me. Basically, what the question was really asking about, what is left in your life that you want and you feel a little bit unfulfilled because you don't have it yet? What's on that bucket list? What's on that checklist? And I must honestly say to you, I'm good. I really am. I mean, it'd be nice to take a little vacation sometime. It's been a long time. But other than that, I'm good. And they're like, you're good. Because <laughs> they know that my name is synonymous with adventure, vacations, doing some crazy stuff. And sometimes that costs money. And when I told them, no, I am really good. I'm like, I'm, I'm solid. I don't need or want anything. Other than what I have right now. And the question segue to, which is love, baby. Love of my family, our health, maybe compromises mine is a little bit. We have our health. I'm sitting here talking to you. My kids are good. They're going to have a great future ahead of them. I don't have to worry about them. My wife and I are good. I don't want for anything else. And they're like, it's very interesting that you say that. And there was no sarcasm in their reply and I just said to them as you can tell I'm in a different place can you not tell that <laughs> and they were like yeah I really can tell that I wonder if I'm going to get to that place the question continued well what got you there and I said just really reflecting on the important things on in life the important things that happen to me, the important things that I truly have, what matters, what's logical. Not always chasing the what-ifs, the, the I wish I hads. Loving what we already have and not getting caught up in the wanting of the things that we wish we had. And in turn, by doing that, that waste time. And simultaneously understanding that the most important and precious thing that we could ever possess, which we never possess anyway, is exactly that, time. Bernie Madoff, the, uh, the billionaire investor, passed away, I don't know, this week sometime, 82 years old. We all know why he was in prison. couple kids got shot this week in the city of Philadelphia. Young kids. One was a six-year-old, I know that. No matter if you're rich or poor, you don't have the ability to buy more time. This poor six-year-old right now is fighting for his life. A random shooting. Someone pulls up and just starts firing into the car. Kills his father. Makes him critical, and a passenger in the back seat also critical. 
And I'm certain if you talk to anybody in their family, they're all praying for recovery so they could spend more time with their loved ones. And yet we will find ourselves wasting time. And it's normal. But you see, for me, I'm just at a different place right now. And I have been for a very long time. Because that happens when health adversities kick in. You're just a little bit more aware than other people. So why the Titanic thing? Because I was just sitting there thinking that their time was right in front of them. Although they didn't know how many hours, how long, if anybody was going to show up to save them. They knew time was running out. And so I'm not trying to be a doom and gloom thinking, you're going to die any day. I'm trying to be making you aware of just how fragile life and time truly is. And we spend our times wanting when sometimes what's best for us is already sitting right there in front of us. And we're just maybe not giving that as much attention as we should be because we're always looking elsewhere for things that we might want. A little deep today, that's okay. It's about motivating yourself to live the fullest life that you can. And who I'm talking to right there? Well, my computer screen's off, so it's a black screen, and I can sit here and see my reflection. I'm talking to you, dude. Yeah, me. Embrace yourself, folks. Embrace who you are. Like who you are. Don't let anybody ever make you think or try to convince you that you are less than anybody else. We are all unique, as unique as our, our retinas, our, as our eye scan, as our thumbprints, as our DNA. We are all that unique. And within ourselves, we have something that no one else has. You got to look at yourself as something, someone with a lot of value. And if by chance you're surrounding yourself with people who don't value you back, then you need to think about that. And if you're around someone who's making you feel less significant than you truly are, you need to go look in the mirror and remind yourself of how important you are. God took his time creating all of us to be special in our own way. So how's that for a little motivational mantra? I know it's working for me. I know things are a-changing. It's an awakening. Wake up. Wake up, young man, young lady. It's time to wake up. Great song, Mad Season, Lane Staley. Go check that out. It's called Wake Up, and the band's name is Mad Season. It's a side, side hustle that Lane Staley had going on, and he was the lead singer of Alice in Chains. Great band. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. It's just about appreciating what you have. Don't waste your time thinking about what you could have, what you should have had, what you don't have, and look within, look close to you right now. Look what you have around you, surrounding you, the people that care about you and love you, 
for who you are and what you have, not what you wish you had. It isn't the material stuff that makes us. Sometimes it is the material stuff that breaks us. But who we are as human beings is what truly matters. And if there's somebody that you are connecting with that doesn't appreciate you for being you, well, that's some food for thought right there. Anyway, have a fantastic weekend. It was fantastic talking to you. This, uh, this feel-good ride's going and going, baby. You got to get excited about your life one day at a time. Time is the most precious thing. Have a great one. I'll talk to you later. See you. This is Tony. Thank you for listening to Finding Subjects Podcast. Take it easy. Peace.